TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on Baseball. Let's go. Welcome into a Score North Twin Show. Roycey on Baseball. Patrick Roycey and Derek Wetmore with you. And uh, Pat, it's official. The Twins have missed out on all the big free agent starting pitchers. <laughs> That's right. By the way, uh, we don't rest even on, even if the Twins do, we don't rest on Christmas. No, we sure uh, don't. Even Christmas week when uh, the traffic getting here, uh, this is Monday morning, the traffic getting here this morning was uh, absolutely non-existent. I I love that. So uh, We got to entertain the people, uh, Pat, with a show. I didn't think uh, they were going to get Ryu, but uh, I do love the fact that, uh, well, one reason you're not going to get him is he doesn't want to leave the West Coast. That's right. As I said on uh, Twitter, uh, we didn't know he was talking about the West Coast of uh, Lake Ontario (laughs) when he said that because Toronto is sort of the northwest coast. Oh, of, wow. Uh, I did. Of, uh, so it'd be kind of like signing with Oregon, uh, Seattle sure. or something well, like I that. Well, I told you, our friend uh, Betsy Helfand went to the Scott Boris thing at the winter meetings and said, Boris told her conf- uh, told everybody in the room, Seoul is a long way from every major league city. <laughs> yes, right. It's not. Well, the, the idea was that he liked the Asian culture. Sure, but LA if he life, likes but... the Asian culture, he loved uh, Toronto. It was one of the most international cities in the world. Sure. But I got a hunch the 80 mil had a lot more to do with that than anything. <laughs> and congratulations to Boris. It put him over the billion oh, dollar mark since the start of the winter meeting. Unreal. And the, the- and, and, uh as I've always told the story about my pal George Brophy's screaming obscenities at him when he was a first-time agent with Tim Belcher. I Now, George has long since passed his veil of tears and a great guy, but you know, until he got his Irish temper up and then he was nuts. But, uh, and I got screamed at a few times, by the way. But that said, I'd say Scott won. Yeah. Scott, 80, <laughs> 82 Jeez. or 3. Okay. Is when he was just getting started because he was a failed player, and now he's just so damn. You know, he he was raised in the Marvin Miller fear. Mm-hmm. We can take power away from these idiots. Uh, you know, they'd already taken some of the power away from him. But you know, the other thing the guy did that nobody else had thought of he started creating his own camps in the Dominican Republic and places like that to sure. get a to get a hold of these kids. You know, the 16 to get a hold of the 60. He didn't get all of them, but he he created a system where all of a sudden, instead of giving every Dominican kid $1,500 and hope they developed, you know, you get the guys getting. Ten million dollar right. bonuses, right? And well, and, and those guys. We've so. made it a tradition on this show, Pat. To uh, <laughs> we wait a little bit. You don't take to Twitter right after the signing. It would be disrespectful to his new team. <laughs> but I imagine in the well. 12, 24 hours since that you've probably unearthed the Twins' offer. What are you hearing that the Twins were willing to go on? $80 million? Yeah, it was uh, $79,995,950, okay. but they couldn't go after that. That was right. They no. they hit the wall Drew after the line that one. At that point. Actually, I would have taken Keichel over him. He got down to what did Keichel get? Keichel's was three and fifty-five and uh, a half or something like that. I'd rather off the top I'd, of my I'd head. I'd rather have Keichel than this guy because Keichel's going to pitch innings for you. Well, I, I said too. I sent you a prep note before <laughs> Ryu's news broke um, Sunday night, and we're taping this Monday afternoon. Um, Fangraphs had predicted three mil, uh, three years for forty-eight million for Ryu, and he ends but, up getting but four when did and eighty. They predict that? Uh, oh, in. October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, when the, all this started, but you say everybody here, here went 50 free way agents. Up. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the question, though. What's Toronto doing? It's a good question. Do they think okay? They basically had a juggernaut, let it go. You know, mm-hmm. stripped her down, lost a lot of guys, and now they're going out of nowhere signing a pitcher. Now, I kind of like the idea that these out of nowhere franchises have signed big pitchers toronto which looked like they were comfortably settling into also ran status for a couple of for a few years and trying to rebuild it they go big on this guy yeah and arizona goes big on bumgartner now all you're hearing now is bumgartner basically delivered himself to arizona <laughs> yeah. said, sign me give me some right. money and uh but, be with my but horses. It's, it's good to see that not everybody's 
you know, I mean, even our feisty tigers go and, and sign Cronin's yes. uh, scope. So uh, uh, that was uh, that was uh, interesting too. I, I think that at some point, when you're the Tigers, it's just counterproductive for your young players to come up and be so overmatched. Sure. So you got to try to, you know. Develop double A and triple A because they they're they have a great dearth of prospects. Mm. I, I've always said, you know, just because you're young doesn't mean you're getting better. Sure, like you know, famously the twins, the group that followed Herbie and Gaetti and Puckett, you know, Stroviak sure. and Walker and Cordova to a degree. I mean, he had a good start. Uh, you know, six seven guys and they failed right richie becker and those guys yeah. and they failed and launched the twins into the uh the desert of the late 90s That's when right. they almost went out of business so uh and the tigers are in that situation they're young players they might have one of them who's good enough and sure so so you gotta you know you gotta put a team on the field so right they brought up corona corona scope now comerica park isn't good for either of those no guys. no you know they, they're they're shortening up again a little bit, I think. I, I think maybe I'm wrong off the top of my head. I was thinking it was like the right center alley, which is just a, a you know, oh, yeah. death trap. At yeah, well, yeah, center field. Yeah, right. And with Crone, you know, got a lot of his hits early anyway. To for do sure. a right center. And Scopes is kind of a pull hitter guy. But yeah. good for him. He seemed like a that he's going to get a chance to play, get another year out of it, Scope, because right. I liked him as a guy. But, yeah. you know, they just came up with a better player. Well, that's Arise. the thing. He didn't really do anything to lose his job, and by all accounts, good teammate and everything. Yeah. Both those guys, good teammates. So, <laughs> hey, good for – I like it. I like what you were saying there, that it you don't have to be on the precipice of 110 wins to be willing to spend some money yeah, in free agency. Yeah, to be willing to have somebody. And allegedly – uh, teams have been uh, were instructed, not instructed, but strongly hinted from uh, Manfred in the run up to these winter meetings and everything. You know, don't give them this ammunition that we have eight teams that aren't trying at right. all. Right. I don't think he thought he was going to unleash what he unleashed <laughs> when he told them to spend more money. I don't think he, uh, he knew what he was getting sure. into and, and raising the prices on everything. But I got to concede this uh, on uh, Christmas week and what, six weeks to Florida, seven, basically. seven, seven weeks think, to yeah. Florida. I have no, not idea. that I'm counting. Or I have no, no idea what they're up to. Okay. And you know, they're, they're pretty good at, not letting you know what they're up to. That's but right. I have no idea what they're doing here. Yeah, so I, I'm glad you brought that up because it is confusing. As someone who I will be accused, no doubt, over the last two years of sort of defending Falvey and and Falvey's regime, and whether that's, I mean, I don't think there's any basis in that. I just point out what I think, and then last winter I I criticized him i made fun of him i thought martin perez was a joke of a signing yeah, and then pretty much turned out to you be, know yeah oh, hey they had two months <laughs> he helped him get off to a good start i'll say that he got a yeah. big league deal in boston yeah. but anyway then they go out and win 101 games i guess i'm a little surprised at the uh they haven't bought any benefit of the doubt like i i too i don't fully understand it pat i'm in your same boat but i then don't go well, these guys are idiots, and they don't know what they're talking about. I think, well, hey, maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe there there must be a trade well, out I, there. I do think that you know that it's not Jim Bolad, no matter what you want to believe, ladies and gentlemen. I do believe they don't believe in grossly overpaying. Yeah, Terry Ryan, God love him, one of my favorite human beings. Always spend it like it was his own money. That's right. Yeah, the only yeah. time he really gave away bad money was when they put pressure on him to do something. He said, "You got to go." He sign didn't one sign Nolasco because he wanted them. They, you know, they were getting beat up so bad about being cheap then. Yeah, that they said, "Sign somebody." So, so they gave the money to Nolasco. Do you think we're getting to a similar spot with this? Uh, Irv Santana and they gave Irv, Phil yeah. Hughes the extension. Irv was okay, and yeah. Phil Hughes made sense. Phil Hughes uh, was a great free agent signing. Yeah, I actually was uh, in a text chain with Hughes. Hughes was at the uh, 
at the uh, Chargers Vikings game oh. with Linneman oh, sure. and uh, Ploof and some other guys, and I was texting Linneman about the St. John's game. And he said he was either with Hughes, and I says, "Tell Hughes I've decided he was underpaid after the <laughs> after what's went on in yeah. December. Tell him he deserved more. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he should be collecting more. Is he done? By the way, yeah, he's, he's retired. Done, right? Yeah, he's no, a big no, YouTuber no, I mean, now. Is he done being paid? Oh yes, I know uh, he's done playing. Yeah, sorry, he went to uh, San Diego, and uh, there was yeah, some. But I, I think mean, they paid no, a chunk I of that. If he's still being paid. No, I think that was nineteen and done. 2019. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we got. I think the twins were on the hook for a chunk of that still. Yeah, they got they they didn't get rid of much of it when they no. got rid of Hughes. They, but uh, yeah, that's right. He pitched last season. He pitched. He pitched with the Padres for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. started last year. They didn't they run him out and give him some starts. I am. Um, my years are running year? together no, now, wait, Pat. That, I, that was two years. Ago. I would have said that was eighteen. That was two years ago. I yeah, get confused. Sure. I love the guy though. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's great. You know, he pitched good. He, you know, was a did his six years with the Yankees when he was made the All Star team. I love a guy that could just go out and live the great life. That's now. right. <laughs> no, he's not well, hiding God, from it. I, I never, I never, you know, got married. I, I, I'm never jealous of the guy who gets to live the great life sure. in, in Southern California. My favorite sense. Phil Hughes moment, and there are many. And I don't know how we got off on this tangent, but here we are. My one of my favorites was. Somebody was chirping him on Twitter, and somebody said something, you know, that's just coming from you. You wouldn't know anything about what it takes to win the World Series in seven games. And he tweeted back, yeah, when we won my first one, we got her done in six. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't know anything about that game seven. Well, anyway, uh, that's – anyway, that was the uh, deal. They're spending some money this time around. I I don't – yes, Major League Baseball is in general. The, the the odd team really to me has been Milwaukee. Okay, sure. Why do they chose to break up that collection after? I mean, the Twins, you know, in the new ballpark with these horrible ball clubs they had, their attendance was going in the tank, and they're mm-hmm. lucky they won one hundred one when they did. But the Brewers, they have been to me the most shocking support any team has received. You know, the last two, three years have been good, but they they had a little period in the middle of this decade where they had a couple of lousy years, and they still drew well over two. They've uh, been uh, the ever since they signed the new owner signed Sabathia and got all those good feelings. Yes, the, they and they they got a roof, and the Milwaukee people have decided let's go out there and tailgate and go to the games, and I, they've I come in it. big numbers. They get these forty five thousand when the Cubs come, and, yeah, and uh, to. And suddenly, you're telling that fan base, "Well, you know, we're going cheap." And uh, seems that way. And uh, that I think that's dangerous. Well, because they, I've seen Milwaukee in that new ballpark when they were mad at the ownership, which yes, was Bud. Yes, and yeah. uh, and they didn't show up, and they're 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 playing a dangerous game over there right now. Well, it's so fascinating because I look at these and I first of all I think is it David Stern uh Stern's their GM uh, or president or whatever oh, title. Oh, I'm sure yeah, he's called the shots. Yeah, yeah, but like I look at these teams and I say as someone who views baseball through the prism of analytics, I'll raise my hand and admit to that. It is fascinating to me that if you have a great player that you can afford Instead of building around him and trying to make a World Series run, it's like, oh, okay, well, we're already halfway there to a good team, mm-hmm. so we won't surround Christian Yelich with more talent. And I think they got him like for three more years. Uh, yeah, for two cheap. Or three more years. Yeah, yeah for cheap. You yeah. know, so they, I can they see their love offense. him in Milwaukee. I mean, the people love him, and he's a great guy. Seems and, like an all-time it ambassador. Seems, it just seems odd. Yeah, it's it it's seem... there are a bunch of teams that are in that mix right now. The Twins are one of them. The Brewers are one of them. Heck, I'd even throw the Angels, even though they're clearly trying. They went and got Rendon, who you look and you squint and you say they're probably still two pitchers away. What's the plan yeah. here? How do you well, get two I, I more? I do think Colorado. They're going to make a pitching trade. Colorado, maybe Miami, maybe. Now that you came up with the uh, Buster came up with the Charlie Morton rumor, yeah. I'd take Charlie. I'd crawl on my belly to take Charlie Morton. <laughs> I love him, but why? At the price they have him, I have no idea. The thing about Tampa is they will trade anybody if they think they're 
they're getting the best of the deal, right? That's right. And even if those that doesn't reflect on what's going to happen in 2020, right? But if they can get three prospects for Charlie Morton, they they'll just come up with another opener, you know, use 12 more relievers and and trade him. Even I don't think it's big, is it? It's over ten, but I don't think it's a huge amount of money. Uh, Fifteen million for Charlie. Morton. Fifteen million. Well, that's it. That's probably it. I then. mean, it, you can probably get him just one more left. No, he. I think he's got I think more. It's than the two twenty. I thought they gave him a three year contract. Yeah, or an option or something. I didn't look up his contract, but I saw it by Buster, and I was stunned that a team that won. Dang near a hundred games. <laughs> They're unbelievable. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. They don't that's care. Right. You know, last year I went up and did the when I was down in spring training on that very important assignment to cover the January portion of yes, spring training right. uh, in in Florida. I went up to Tampa for this workout with their pitcher. You know, they had this workout, and I told you about it in the lousy crap of a stadium. Yes, they had a home show. Out in left field. You're, just, you're not talking about Port Charlotte. You're talking about in Tampa, St. Peter. Tampa, the, yeah. the dome. Yep, yep. And they had like this barrier, just of cheap things with curtains on it. And, you know, and then behind it, they had this home show, all this tacky <laughs> Florida type, you know, sure. cheap ass senior citizens that buy, you know. <laughs> And that's in left field, and why they're having their big, their big media pitch. You know, this is their like two weeks before the start of spring training update. Yeah, and they <laughs> and they they have this thing. So I went up there to write, and I got Heim Bloom. As it turned out, I sat in the dugout with him for yeah, an hour and yeah. talked to him. Now the now do it running the Red Sox, and then had Cash and you know God, Topper was walking around, and uh, and so I talked to a few people. And it was how how the hell do they do it? I know. And now I'm going to have to go up there again this year and say how the hell do they do it. Well, you, you know? know they so they're trading they traded Tommy Pham for Hunter Renfro and a prospect. Yeah, and they got uh, the prospect, and they decided there wasn't that much difference between the two players. That's right. right. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean that's it. If you if you get if you give them somebody that they think is ninety percent sure. And a play and a prospect, they'll make the trade. Yep. Or it, get, the prospect helps. The other thing too is if they can get ninety to ninety five percent of the player for half the price. Oh yeah. Doesn't oh, matter yeah. the player. Or a third of the price. <laughs> right. He's gone. Oh yeah. It's a it's a it fascinating. Is. But they keep winning. They keep yeah, winning. Yeah. And they uh, didn't they have the catcher? Didn't they? Darnod. Oh Darno. Yeah. Travis Darno. I mean, they get yeah. him down there, and he mm-hmm. would. Fantastic! Yeah. And, eh, goodbye. See ya. Okay, See ya. we'll do it with another guy. They just, the idea that they we finally have solved this catching problem we've had for five years. No, well, I think no. they had Wilson Ramos too for a spell. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. They and had then, him for a year. Got him cheap for a year. It's uh, <laughs> it's the goofiest thing ever. I, mean, I know. Nobody goes to the games, and you know, if, I don't know. I think they got a decent TV contract. Nothing okay. special, but it's. But Southwest Florida. Uh, I mean, regional. It's too bad. I said they should move Miami to Montreal, and then they should move Tampa to Miami and let them play <laughs> okay. in that stadium. All right, you know, and the and put that operation in a decent stadium. Yes, and they draw some people. Yes, you know. Yeah, I think Miami go to the games if you now Miami's got the That's same problem team. as Tampa. If you want to go to a seven o'clock game, you got to start. You got to leave now. Oh, is that right? Oh, horrible trip. Oh, I haven't been it's to way Miami. Down, it's way down on the bottom of the, uh, okay. of, the of, of the Miami area. They don't really draw, but they've been bad for a couple of years. So who Miami? Oh, they've been horrible. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's well, it's hard to look at attendance numbers. Well, and, they've had the worst ownership in the history of baseball because they had a guy who won the World Series and then. Didn't like baseball as a sport in the system, Huizinga. So he created. He went from winning the World Series. He said, "Now I'll show you. I'll give you the worst team ever." Uh, and that was uh, they won a ninety-seven. Uh, what they won a ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. And then in Ninety-eight. They won fifty games. Oh, I didn't remember and, it was that bad. Oh yeah, they were. I mean, Jeez. he got rid of everybody. They did it again with what you call it. From the trades that D- Dombrowski made, yes, they won another World Series. Yes, and that Loria, everybody hated. Yeah, they got rid of him, and then oh, good, we got Derek coming in, who's the worst <laughs> they've had. So they've had horrible ownership, but oh, good. Uh, but uh, you know, in a 
I haven't been to that ballpark yet. I'm going to have to go over there and take a look at it someday. I don't think I'll have trouble getting in. So. No. Well, let me ask you about. Uh, I the... think there's that's. They made the trade with them last year, right? Yep. I wonder if sometimes you get trading partners. I wonder if there's a Miami. Somebody was telling me they're going to make a trade with Miami. But okay. I don't, know. I don't know who. And Miami might be trying now, or at least trying to get get up to that next level, get a foothold. Well, Miami might take Eddie and a pitcher. You know the the pride. What's the 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 Gratterall or no, Jordan yeah, they, B. Yeah, as we call him on the yeah. on the show because yeah. we don't know how to yeah. say Balazovic or Blazovic <laughs> right. or whatever the hell his name you is. Keep screwing that Might one up. Take him for a pitcher who can be in your rotation. You know. Yeah. You know that kid that they stuck it pitch great against the Twins last year when they were down there, and then a week later they traded him. What was that guy's name? I couldn't figure out why the Twins didn't trade for that guy. Um, in uh, in Miami, you're in talking Miami. About? Yeah, he pitched against him in Miami. I remember pitched what you're good, talking about. and then they got rid of him. Everybody said, "Oh man, this kid's pretty good." And a week later, they got rid of him. Can't remember what the hell his name. I think he went to Arizona. I'm going to have to have a producer look. Yes, we're going to have to look at this stuff. <laughs> this is the podcast where we give you a lot of vague information. <laughs> I do remember what you're talking about. That was the they traded for a shortstop prospect, but. Drawing a blank on the air. Um, mm-hmm. But I was going to ask you about the Rays, because if they look around the division and say, well, the Yankees are not going to be beat, so we're playing for a wild card, is that why you would turn and, and trade a Charlie Morton? It doesn't make any logical sense why you'd go from no, upper 90s. No, you'd trade for him just what we were talking about. Okay, you give me a pitcher. You give me two prospects. You know, Larnick and, and, the, and you know, your second-best pitching prospect or third. Well, it's give you Charlie. You know, I think they just do that. Sure. You know, they just – and they, they're always – their theory is always pitchers are recyclable. And sure. they, they pitch 35 of them a year, and they got this constant uh, thing coming in. I, I don't know what it is, but I'd take him. By the way, I'm glad Sergio's back. Yes. You? Yeah, a great move for the Twins, mm-hmm. I thought. Um, Zach Gallon, by the way, I think is the name Zach we were Gallen. looking for. Zach that was it. Yeah. Thank you, I thank said, you, hey, producer. they should get him, and a week later they traded him for four days or something. <laughs> Thanks to our hardworking producer on the show for looking that yes, up for us. Yes, that's good. We um, don't have Manny here today. He's uh, he's He decided he's more interested in uh, tonight's Viking. Monday Night Football. There, <laughs> Pat, there are two... Um, uh, Tyler Clipper, too. Yeah, two, who was pretty good last year. Two you know, relievers. You know who he is? He's Matt Guerrero. You know, when just, when Guerrero was good, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's Matt Guerrero. He's sure. just there every year. Yeah, and, you know, somebody, that's good. That's a good yeah, one. I actually think their bullpen yeah. is in great shape. Compared I would, to where it was I want him to get another lefty, but uh, but then again, with the three batter deal. This year, maybe having the the lefty isn't as important. Yeah, I also look at a guy like Trevor May, who's just death to left-handed hitters, and say, it, you know, I know they use their bullpen a little differently than what we're used to. Um, he almost serves as a de facto lefty if you need that guy uh, for the matchups. I thought he had a great year last year, especially down the stretch. Um, but this, the, their this, bullpen the a way, year this, ago, Pat. This three batter thing is going to kill a guy like Gardy. Because Gardy, sure. the concept of letting a guy face three batters you know, one week, one night and again the next to just yes. blow his mind. You know who's the worst bullpen ever? It's going to kill Tito too. Terry Tito. Francona want to make twelve bullpen moves in a yeah, mid August well, game. I think we could almost call this the Tito Francona <laughs> rule. It is, yeah, it's, you have to do something. I'm all in favor, but I think it's great. You know, if you're talking about wanting to add a lefty on my Christmas wish list for the Twins bullpen, take a shot. Take a flyer on Dellen Batansis. Give him some guaranteed money. He's a righty. But, See if he, uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, but you know that they adds might still get him some fear. You know who I wanted? Deekman was who I wanted. Oh, I see, he just signed with somebody. He's got, he was in Kansas City and he got moved and he's got good stuff. I didn't I see like the him. deal. Did he get? Uh, did he get good money? Hit a, hit a good year. Somebody signed him. Um, I think that their bullpen, compared to where they were a year ago, when we were all saying, "Oh my gosh, what are you going to do?" And if Taylor Rogers gets hurt, good luck. I think you add three more names to that, and you you feel well, pretty they, solid yeah, about bullpen. it. I mean, Tyler Duffy might have been. Uh, did uh, did the Twin Cities baseball? Well, he got beat out by Mitch Garver for most improved, but uh, hmm. but he could have Tyler Duffy Kurt certainly could have been a candidate for That's most right. improved. I love that kid. That's right. I remember I, to me, he's the. He's the eighth, and then uh, Rogers is the ninth. I, yeah. I love both those guys. I Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> Is the most under the surface, confident, 
guy that, I mean, I got to say, I was in in April when everybody says they needed a closer, I was saying, no, they don't need a closer. They need more relievers because yes. Taylor Rogers can close. Yes. And I, I just don't like the idea that he's – you're closer, closer. Yeah, because I know what you mean. I want to use him in the eighth inning I know sometimes. What you mean. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rogers, Duffy, Mays a horse. And uh, then, you know, then the rest of them are. Romo you know, and Clipper. Romo's, and... you know, Romo. I think, though, the way things are looking, you're going to end up with, uh, you're going to end up with the opener slipping in there once in a while, at least early when the schedule is off. Don't that's you? possible. If they don't trade for a starter here in the next six weeks, I would think <laughs> that's possible. Yeah. Now, the Ricey proposal, which I ran past Falvey at the end of last season, and he did not dismiss it, and he says it's something discussed, is that your fifth reliever is, your fifth starter is Dobnik or Smeltzer. And you set it up so that you decide who's going to start by the matchup. Sure. Is it a lefty central team? You start Smeltzer. But you know five days ahead of a time who you're going to pitch. Mm-hmm. So instead of that guy throwing between starts, he's available on, let's say, you're, you got him. You, Dobnik starts on Sunday. Yeah, okay. You got five straight games. If you start on Sunday, you throw on Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, usually they throw Bullpen on Tuesday, day, yeah. sometimes on Wednesday. Sure. You can throw on either. So, the Ricey plan, now it looks like Smeltzer's starting Friday. Uh, okay, Dobnik is available on Tuesday and Wednesday. Sure. If he doesn't, or at least on Wednesday, and if he doesn't pitch Wednesday, then after the game, somebody's got to right. spend an extra 20 minutes out in the bullpen and gets his throwing in because he's starting on Sunday. Sure, you know? sure, sure, Our sure. Smeltzer's available. No, this is the way. The Ricey plan, Smeltzer's available on Tuesday to pitch out of the bullpen yes. if needed because you're not going to have him throw before he start. That's right. And on Wednesday, Dobnik's available because he just pitched Sunday. Anyway, if, it can work. If Dobnik throws, let's say he's making back-to-back starts, then yeah, you're then, saying Smeltzer's you always available? Smeltzer's available okay. the whole time in there, and Dobnik just does it. But you know on Monday who's going right. to start. What you are know? you well, doing? Hell, these guys, when Shelton was here, they knew on <laughs> they knew April 4th who was starting June 13th. I think they knew on know? Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Who are you in the Roycey pitching plan? And then we got to get a break here, but... In the Ricey pitching plan, what are you doing with flamethrowing righty Brewster Gratterall? I am starting the season with him in the rotation. Okay. Instead of Pineda. Sure. And when Pineda comes back, I'm shutting him down and bringing him back in September. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got it. You know, you could, if you could. I'm getting 40 innings out of him. Yep. 50 innings out of him, why Pineda's getting recovered. Sure. This is another really creative <laughs> Del, uh, Rays type of strategy, right? Yes, yes. I'm starting him in the rotation, and then when Pineda's coming back, then I send him to Fort Myers and let him throw once a week keep the innings off face the arm. a few hitters sure in the gulf coast league okay uh i don't worry about the option because if he's gonna make it he's gonna make it yeah and then and then for that p- playoff chase in september middle of october whenever he's ready wherever i think is ready then i bring him back and put him in the pen okay in wow. august i start him at the start of the season though. yeah because i want it in his head he's a starter yes but I also realize you can't get more than 100 innings out of him. It's going to be tough to climb that quickly because he didn't have well, they the innings load last year. They just don't do it anymore. Yeah, they don't go from 70 to 180. No, I think he had 50, didn't he? Yeah, well, I'm just, you don't yeah. make that kind of a no. jump year to no. year. I think he was also in their spring. I know he was. I talked to him. He's, by the way, a character. Yeah. In his January, that January pitching camp they have, he was sure. there too. I don't know how many they throw, but they okay. must. they must throw couple hundred they must throw a few hundred pitches while they're working in that camp right yeah. i don't know yeah it's it's uh, it's fascinating how they're going to use that and how that sets the rest of the pitches you know what we got to realize here in modern baseball though yeah anything is possible with pitching 
isn't it? <laughs> sure. Any way to any way to fit in the blocks and pitch don't there's nothing there's nothing off limits. Because hmm. you know, when they were coming up with the opener, I remember going up they were gonna use it two springs ago is all, right? Two thousand eighteen, right? Okay. Tampa was talking about it because yep. they'd lost some pitching yep, about yep. their fifth starter when they needed one would be a reliever. I went up and wrote a piece on this novel approach that could never work. Yes, yes. And, uh, and hell, by the time the year was over, I think they used the opener like 60 times. And yeah, he's one of their best pitchers. Uh, yeah. Yarbrough was Stanek, great right? and Stanek was Stanek great. Was there. Well, that was, it does, you know. Ryan Stanek just set a Tampa Bay record for most starts. It kind of <laughs> it screws up the stat. Yes, the, it the does. Stats. We better take a break. Yeah, huh? yeah, we should. This is a Score North Twin Show. Patrick Royce on baseball with Patrick Royce and Derek Wetmore. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 952- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Welcome back to the Score North Twin Show, Roycey on Baseball. It's Patrick Roycey. It's Derek Wetmore with you. And uh, as we were taking our break, taping this this morning, the oh, big, big news here. The Indians the made a yeah, uh, seismic uh, activity was registered when they signed. Uh, non-tendered. Scott Sizemore? <laughs> no. Uh, the Phillies non-tendered Cesar Hernandez, who's a oh, non-tender guy, and the Indians signed him for, it looks like, a report at $6.25 million wow. to replace Jason Kipnis. So. Oh, did they they let Kipnis go? I don't know if he might still be on the roster. It's just oh, a night. Caesar, he's probably they, their how much Six second baseman for him. Yeah, well, did he have a decent year? That's uh, C.J. Crone, uh, Jonathan Scope money. Yeah, he had uh, wow. He had uh, a bad year, but he had some promising years earlier in his career. It is astounding. Uh, where did uh, Kluber went to Arizona? Right, where did he go? He got traded to the Rangers. Rangers, he's, uh, Kluber, rotation, the, the Ranger, the Rangers. They've had an interesting. The Rangers are trying to try trying. And uh, Kluber, uh, they really gave up very little for Kluber. Yeah. Uh, so makes me uh, suggest that uh, makes me suggest that uh, the tw- the tw- you know Falvey loves him. I think when Falvey talks about Kluber. improving, when he talks about improving pitchers and how the Indians improved pitchers, mm. he is the poster boy, Kluber, yes. a mediocre yes. minor league pitcher who they changed his uh, you know, his assortment and got him to emphasize certain pitches. And, of course, then he got the most immaculate control of all time. That helps. But, uh, you know, I know Falvey loves the guy, and I would, have th- I, I would think, unless the medicals aren't great, that they would have taken a shot at this guy. So they, but but I don't think Cleveland wants to admit to their twenty eight fans yeah. that they're giving up completely, <laughs> right? Well, that's just it. Somebody asked me because uh, the latest rumors with the Indians are they're listening on Francisco Lindor. They're putting a deadline on those talks, I guess. Boy, they're going to Dodgers. They're gonna, they're gonna, you know that'll be that's probably smart. As much as I love them, they don't draw people with them. But you're going to get three Studs. top ten prospects. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. going to get a couple of guys who can help you right now. Especially if you'll trade a Mike <laughs> Clevenger. I mean, that would just be well, one of the all time trade packages. Oh yeah, well, you the, know. The, I mean, the, the, basically, the uh, Dodgers would have to give you. A couple of their current studs, you know, probably Seager. I I don't know who's who does somebody not do to get paid, but they'd have to empty out their farm system. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Gavin do, Lux, one of the top prospects in the game. How about Clevenger? I'd take Clevenger. I absolutely who would. would. We give him for Clevenger. Somebody asked Come me. Come on, let's make him a deal. They don't. They can't turn down. Somebody asked me on Twitter, would the Indians be hesitant to trade Clevenger to the Twins, or 
would it be the twins in that equation that would be hesitant? Because, you're, yeah, you're getting a top-flight starter coming back, and I think it's three years for him. But if you're giving up a, let's just say, Royce Lewis plus, you know, it, it starts with either Lewis or Kirilov. You don't get in the conversation without that. Now, I think if I'm Cleveland, I'm willing to trade a veteran. If I've already said, hey, we're not going to win the division this year, fine, here you go. But if I'm a team giving up prospects, I'd be a little bit more scared of getting my butt kicked down the road in that trade. And with that being said, I would still say, go do it. Mike Clevenger makes this a uh, World (laughs) Series caliber team. Well, if they're not going to trade you Kluber, and I have a reason to believe that they weren't going to trade the Twins Kluber, they sure as hell aren't going to trade you Clevenger, who, you know, was, where did he finish in the Cy Young? Two years ago? This year. Clevenger. Didn't oh, Clevenger. Uh, Verlander. And Cole. Uh, erroneously won. It should sure. have been Cole. But he had to be in the top four, didn't he? I'm, I'm going to look Although that up. Although he did cause... miss like two months at the beginning of the year. But he was, God, he was unhittable. I know that uh, Cole and Verlander finished 1-2, and a lot of people say Cole should have won it. Cole, I'm saying it should have been a slam dunk. I can't wow. Go. I'm surprised looking up at this uh, ballot here. This is based on the uh, the votes tallied. Um, baseball Reference collected it. Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, Charlie Morton, or as we should rename him, trade candidate Charlie Morton, apparently. Shane Bieber, Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Mike Miner. Okay, so Clevenger didn't have enough innings then. Probably. That was it. Bieber pitched more innings, but I, I like Bieber, but he couldn't carry Clevenger's long hair locks. So, uh, <laughs> That's a very anyway, polite way of putting it. I love Clevenger. It. He, is, so. uh, he is the best of a very good rotation. God, he came in here and... They, they had no chance against him. When yeah, he, he pitched against him twice down the street. And what was it? Eight fantastic. innings and just just He's absolutely fantastic. dominant. So uh, you, you're still on the Donaldson bandwagon. I wouldn't hold my breath waiting for that one. Well, I'm not going to hold my breath because uh, well, a human being can only do that so long, and we're here in late December. But I do think that they should be one of the one of the final seats at the table on that. They have as much to gain as any team in baseball from adding a, an impact bat like that. Ah. Uh, but, uh, okay, I was having a discussion with my son, Mr. Baseball. Yes. Uh, Chris, who uh, is, a, is a, he's an astute observer. Uh, and he he thinks Sano, he'd rather have Sano at third than first. He thinks Sano is going to be a butcher at first and will make no, no, will scoop no balls out of the dirt and save Polanco. Those 15, the 20 errors that Joe Maurer saved him, yes. or would have saved him, yes. and, the, and the 10 that Crone saved him. Last I year. agree with that. And have no no range over there anyway, either. So maybe maybe this is, maybe we're rushing into this move the big fella. Well. I'd like to see how he, I'd like to see if he was still a slim trim 280 yeah. before I make that decision. And, but. and that is the argument for keeping him at third base. Now, if you have Josh Donaldson, there's no argument to be made. Although I no. do agree with your son Chris that Sano will not be a plus first baseman. No. I just it takes too much selflessness. It takes too much uh he's he's flexible enough. I'll but tell you one thing, he's not dropping down in the one front. One thing splits. he will cause though is base runners to veer off. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be trying to hit that inside right. portion of the bag. Aren't we might they? petition for yes. the softball bags. The guy of you're gonna have nobody all year called for running outside the That's line right. on, the oppos- oppos- on the inside of the line. They're gonna be over by the dugout running the first As base. I've probably, Pat, I've probably been in in the local media the most vocal uh, defender of Sano's abilities. He has a shortcoming to third base, but his abilities at third, um, and even I would say. On balls going to your left, there's just no competition. Josh Donaldson makes that play a 34 more times than Sano makes it a 26. Well, the other option you do have is not for this year, but long term, is to uh, end up, you know, if, if Nelly Cruz leaves, Arise can play third. Polanco can go to second and get yourself an ass kick and shortstop, whether that's Royce Lewis or somebody else. Okay. I want a shortstop who's fantastic. I want Omar Vizcal. Sure. 240 and okay. play it from side to side. How about that? Uh, now, I know that they don't – range isn't as important as it used to be, but I I want a killer shortstop. If 
Well, I want a killer shortstop. One of Miguel's problems is Polanco's the shortstop. That's right. And That's he's true. Okay, but they, he's not a he's not great. That's true. And uh, I, I don't know. It just talking to Chris uh, caused me a little because I've so, been I've been on the Judd. Get him over to first. He's killing us at third. He might end up killing you at first more than he kills you at third. Uh, Francisco Lindor, do anything for you at shortstop? <laughs> Free agent in two years. I give him a list of. Uh, my top ten and say uh, take three, <laughs> yeah, take, take three and but how about the trouble is then I got to come up with three hundred million right probably to keep in him. two years yeah yeah probably yeah I, I mean, mean he's going to get when, Manny when Machado Rendon money get two, Rendon gets two forty he's worth three fifty sure age wise and position and Manny was he's 20... one of the five best players in baseball yeah 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 Manny was twenty six and he got uh, three hundred over ten. Didn't he? Some Who? Machado in San Diego. Yeah, but, you know, Lindor cares. <laughs> That's one difference. <laughs> yeah. That's one difference. Man, he's just having a good old time. Lindor cares. San I Diego. Love I love the Padres, man, because they always yeah. get it wrong. Yeah, no sure. matter what they do, they get it wrong. They're uh, okay. Now, now this year we're gonna make a splash. Mm. We're gonna go get Manny, who's gonna, you know, Manny's gonna come out there, San Diego. Uh, 20,000 people, Californians, they don't really give a damn. They're going to give him applause. He can just put it in neutral and stay there. Ten years on that contract, Pat. How many All-Star games do you think he plays in? Machado. He didn't play last year. Oh, he wasn't even named to the team, I don't think. Three. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Lindor will play in all of them. Yeah. Yeah, he will. If he's healthy, he'll <laughs> yeah. play in all of them. <laughs> I mean, that's the difference. But look, you know what the worst thing happened to Cano was? What's that? Ended up in Seattle. Oh, sure. Where they're saying, you know, in New York he plays like this. They boo the living crap out of him and and get him inspired. In Seattle, ah, what the hell? It's sure. it's the Mariners. You know, go to a game and you know, they, there's no no West Coast angst. You know, I wonder how that we're getting would've... rid of the final. We're getting rid of the final West Coast anger. Uh, if you know the A's are still there in mm. baseball, but once once Oakland leaves, nobody's mad at anybody out there. You know, <laughs> nobody's mad at their athletes out there. So, well, uh, I'd be curious to hear Nelson Cruz's unfiltered opinions about this because I have in my let's I don't know handful of years covering the Twins. And the one covering the Orioles, there are very few people who I've met who seem to care more about the performance and the craft and the prep and all that stuff that goes into it than Nelson Cruz. Yeah, well, that's true. And I, you know, I, I, you know, he was, he's going to give you his best shot no matter where he was. But it was funny to be in Seattle. I was there, you know, the, I think the first game, it might not have been their first game, but it was, the Twins were there. Very early. Might have been their first game in 77, right? 77 was when they came in. And uh, in the Kingdom. Okay. And, you know, for 17 years, it was, yeah, you know, this dirge of a place, this dark, lousy place. And, you know, 18,000 would show up and, you know, light applause. But you never mm. saw any Mariner garb. And, and then from the time Griffey slid home, and through that, uh, through the early two thousands, when they had those great teams, mm. it was like the trendy trend. Everybody oh, yeah. you ran into Seattle, okay, you know, it was it wasn't football. It was uh, it was the Mariners, wow. and then all of a sudden, you know, they build a new stadium and everything. But then all of a sudden, now it's back to eh, well, yeah, what the hell? and they haven't uh, haven't been great recently, which no. hurts. No. no, that hurts. Um, what do you think about the White Sox signing Dallas Keuchel, and does this make them a legitimate contender, contender in the Central? They're the favorites. Really? In my opinion, now I'd like to know how many of the Tommy John guys are going to be back. Sure. Redone, uh Michael Kopech. Michael Kopech, and then they had a, one of their top prospects, I think a kid named Robinson or something. They had three of them. Okay. If they get those two guys back, they're, you know, I like them. I like some of their arms in the bullpen, and they're 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 going to have some energy. And uh, I, you know, they they drew people for about a month mm. last year in the middle of the summer when they were playing better. I think people are worn out with the whole Cubs pricing and everything else. And uh, I don't know. I I 
right now I would pick them to win the division. They got uh do they add Gio Gonzalez too, round out that rotation? So it's uh let's yeah, see. Yeah, he'll be your fifth starter. He'd, okay. he'd be okay. Here. Yeah. He's Smelzer. Sure. <laughs> to me he's sure. Smelzer. Uh, Keichel and uh, Kopech and Dylan Cease. Ronaldo like Lopez, who showed some I like flashes. Yeah, Lopez is okay. It's, a, it's an interesting I like team. Him. I like them. They got uh, my guy, Yasmany Grandal. That should help. Brought back the uh, the one of the most steady players in the baseball, Abreu, which a lot of people thought they were going to let him walk, and yeah. they, they brought him back. And they paid him. <clears throat> yeah, and they should have. And, uh, yeah, I like them. I think, uh, you know, the Twins, the Twins had optimum seasons. You got a ba- yeah. baseball. When you're in – when you have a roster like this and you're in a market like this, you know, Mitch Garver, I love him. Is he going to hit 30 again? You know, Nellie's, I love him. Is he going to hit 40 again? Sure. Kepler, you know, Kepler ended up getting hurt. and, and didn't, But, and I mean, Polanco, you, you got the optimum of a lot of guys. Yeah. You might have got the optimum of Miguel. Sure. You know, possible. at least the last three months. So I, I think when you get the optimum, you know, you you don't look and say, ooh, well, yeah, and they're, some of these guys are getting younger. They're, That's right. You know, a lot of guys have their best year of their life at age 26. That's right. So, I was going to do this exercise with our friend Phil Mackey the other day, and we decided to wait till the roster's filled they out. They aren't going to score 1,000 runs again. That's right. Okay? How, how many? That's my. That's my <laughs> There's the you, headline of the I think podcast. you're going to have to deal with 100 extra runs. So how, 100 less runs. Sure. How, that would be my guess. But I was going to have him point to guys on how many on the roster can you, like, who do you feel good about betting on having a better year than they had last year? It's a shorter list than Not you Not even think. Louis Arise is going to have a better year. Garber. No. Heck no. Uh Snow won't have a better year. Polanco won't have a better year. Buxton could stay healthy. Rosario could Buxton, stay healthy. Just being there would be a better year. Yeah. Buxton, you know, I think Kepler will be the same. Okay. Uh, you know, great, very good player that he was. And Buxton, that that's their big hope for improvement is Buxton playing yeah. 130 games. Yeah. And, and uh, this bullpen. Eddie, I don't know if Eddie's going to be around. What do you, Who is? Everybody says they're going to trade Eddie. Who's the left fielder? Uh, Alex Kirilov, maybe? I don't think he's ready. Yeah, he might not be ready exactly. Uh, then Jake Cave. No, that ain't happening. Well, that's, no, no, that's what that's, you got. That's not happening. Uh, Lamont Wade Jr. do anything for you? I love him, Lamont Wade Jr. Cause he'll, I like him better than Cave because, you know, Cave will hit some home runs. But I like the fact Lamont Wade will get on base 38% yep. of the he, time. He adds you uh, another, you know, with he Luis Arise, he's an on-base He'd guy. be my fourth outfielder, I think, over Cave. But uh, Cave's probably a better athlete, runs better. Yep. But, uh, and you more know, pop. You, you, you need a, you know, you need a left field. You know, you, to get rid of Eddie, I'd just probably, unless somebody's going to give me a lot, I'd get one more year out of Eddie. They have, yeah, same here. I, I, I'd keep Rosario unless the trade is just wow, but I don't I think, think they're going to get a wow trade. I think himself get ants, amped, anxious about how come they didn't pay me when okay. they pinned these other guys. That's they tried just my to. read of them. I think they tried to. I don't think they did. On Rosario? No, they okay. tried to pay Barrios, but I yeah. don't think they did. Yeah, and they, you could see more of those moves this winter, too. That's typically a later into spring. And you know, last year it was spring training before they locked up Kepler and Polanco. I wouldn't be too surprised to see one No, that's year. usually when that happens. Yeah. You don't spend yeah. a lot of time. But the whole price of poker has gone up now. On, yeah, maybe so. Not, not on position players as much. But you want to pay an arm. But, uh, you know, Brios, they got no chance to sign him. I, I think, think that same thing of, of the trade market. We've been talking for a couple of weeks about, oh, well, okay, if they don't get a free agent, they'll trade. What about all these other teams that didn't get a free agent yes. starter that Dodgers. needed? That's Dodgers. right. If you're the Dodgers. Dodgers are getting a lot of heat. Now, if you bring in Lindor and Clevenger, that'll <laughs> shut everybody up. And you're also going to win 115 games oh my and gosh. then not make it to the World Series. Oh, my gosh. Know? that's Well, hey, that's what I think. Like the Angels, they should go trade for somebody. The Brewers should go trade to somebody. So, yeah, I think the Twins should, too. I think they should deal a lot of prospects mm-hmm. but i also know it's going to be some pretty stiff competition given the teams that missed out yeah well they're up to something we just don't know what but i, I don't we used you to know, be better at guessing pat you, know, you and i but uh as i said you're hearing david price is out there somebody they're going to trade david price to somebody and pay a hunk of the money okay uh but and i'd take him but it depends on you know what how much of it i have to pay but 
they got something going. They're going to, as I said, they're going to trade with Miami. They're going to trade with Tampa. They're going to trade with Colorado. They're going to trade. They're going to make a trade. They've just decided that I don't think they've. I'm surprised that they wouldn't pay Keuchel 55, but I'm not surprised they wouldn't pay the Korean guy 80 or and Bumgartner. They probably would have paid Bumgartner what he got, but he wanted to go to Arizona. I buy, I buy the fact that he's he's a goofy enough guy to want to be around his ranch. That's right, and his horses. That's right, and yeah. probably ride his horses to the game. <laughs> Mackie, I said, would have loved to have him for his personality. Yeah, but uh, I, I I guess I can give him benediction on that one. Mackie said he would have built. Madison Bumgarner, his own horse stable out in Corcoran, yeah, Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, Even though it gets a little hot, you can have an hand condition. Those horses like it down there a lot better when they yeah. aren't slipping on the ice yeah, and breaking right. a leg. I don't think it would work too well. No. Winter them in North Carolina, maybe. No. And But it's, as I said, a lot of odd, odd teams getting people. But that's good for baseball. It is good that, for that, baseball. That some of those... Some of those teams that we decided weren't going to try well, actually tried. Bad, bad for baseball would be if the Indians decide to take a 90-plus win team and strip her down, but good for the Twins. Yeah. <laughs> good for the well, Twins in yeah. 2020. Yeah, we need another lousy team in the division. The White Sox, though, are going <laughs> to the White Sox are gonna replace the Indians as the team that's going to make you win 90 games. You know, somebody how many what did the twins yeah. end up winning it by what, uh eight what, games i think cleveland ended up winning 93 yeah. yeah i mean cleveland made a hell of a push for a team that had a terrible start and you can imagine but you if gotta, they were healthy it's not you're not going to win the division i think the white Sox are good enough that you're you're again going to have to be nigh above 90 i think so too <clears throat> yep, 95 so anyhow all right uh well patrick merry christmas to you yeah and the same family. to you same to you i, I guess, hope so uh, we're uh, we're uh, the, the the grandkids are uh, coming over, and we got to uh, we we've we've advanced from the toys. You know, yeah, we, they sure. still get toys, but uh, it's kind of the, the we're into the sports equipment. Oh, all right. Now, so we're just still going to spoil them, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. the it's the right. Yes, that's. I mean, that's why. Yeah, that's why they're around. Just, you know, you know, uh, I want this. Okay, fine. Great stuff. Uh, well, Pat, happy holidays to you and the family, and All we'll right, catch Derek, you after the new uh, year. Same to you and the uh, and the gal friend and uh, the rest of your family. We'll be spending some time in Arizona to uh, work on this suntan oh, ahead of Fort was, Myers. You know, there's nothing wrong with at least appear. You don't have to dress up like. Uh, Alaskan trapper <laughs> when you go out in the sun. There's nothing wrong with the it's sun. It's a good way of putting it. Nothing wrong with uh, the sun. All right. To the listeners of the Score North Twin Show and Royce on Baseball, thank you so much for your support in 2019. It means a lot to us. And uh, it's really fun to see the numbers go up and that you're liking what we're doing. So we'll keep doing it. We'll see you after the new year. Happy holidays to you and yours. For Patrick Royce, I'm Derek Wetmore on the Score North Twin Show. We'll see you later. To be your best every day, You need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.